Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer, so I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. Yeah. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from mm. quince. But it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie. Also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or, or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat, gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I am Kate Spencer. And I am Dori Shafrir. And we're not experts. We're just two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. Dory. Hey. Hi. Hello. Reunited. It's been a while. It's been a while. I took a trip. You sure did. My husband and I took a, an adult trip. Mm-hmm. We went to Italy. Yeah. And it was our 10-year wedding anniversary, Happy like anniversary. present to ourselves. Thank you. It's not until August, but my, my lips are getting stuck around words <laughs> again. But this was the only time we could go. And we actually did it. I'm we left very, our kids. Yeah. We stayed in a hotel. Yeah. You really did the, you did the thing. We did the thing. We've never done that thing yeah, before. How did it feel? It was awesome. Great. It was really great. I mean, it was, I had numerous experiences abroad, which I listed in a list to talk, literally what every day I was like, got to talk about this, got to talk about this, can't wait to talk about this, uh, you know, just schlepping around Italy, thinking of things that needed to be mentioned I on love the podcast. It. I love it. The first being, yes, 
Uh, we had a 13 hour direct flight from Los Angeles to Rome. Okay. An overnight, you know, like a sleeping yeah, flight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went crazy, like preparing for how I was going to like nurture myself mm-hmm. on this mm-hmm. <laughs> 13 hours is a long it's ass flight. a long flight. time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I had like an eye mask and earplugs and I took Benadryl, you know, I had all mm-hmm. these big plans. And so I was like, you know what? This is going to be the time I face mask on a plane. Okay. And with the help of our Instagram stories audience, I bought a face mask at a Target that I thought would work. Yes. It came in this like little packet, almost like um, a container of ranch dressing from Domino's. Oh, sure. Uh-huh. Um, it was called the Neutrogena Hydro Boost Moisturizing Overnight Face Mask. Great. Sounded great, right? Yes. Better than a sheet mask. Like we were, look, I've never sheet masked on a plane, but I was sitting in the aisle seat in coach. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's a very public area. Mm. So I didn't think I was comfortable sheet masking. I get it. Plus, I was, you want to ease into it. I wanted to, you know, break the seal. Sure. So I did this overnight face mask and I had two very awkward interactions while I was wearing this mask. The first, I put it on. It's like a nice gel. Okay. I put it on at my seat. Okay. And I don't think I, I didn't look in a mirror, so I didn't know what I looked like. I thought it was just going to like absorb. I have this mask on my face. Yes. It's dark. And I get up at one point to go to the bathroom. And there's this mom with a child trying to find the bathroom that had a changing table. So I was like helping her and, and we figured it out and I felt very good. And then I got into my own bathroom and I looked in the mirror and I had globs of this face mask. <laughs> In my all over my face, but in my eyebrows, that I looked like in something about Mary, where she has jizz on her head. Oh, sure. That is what I looked like. Okay. Um, and I realized this poor woman was staring at me while I had like just globs of gel <laughs> hanging off my face. So that was one moment. But she didn't say anything. She didn't. She okay. was probably, you know, she was dealing with trying to change a baby's diaper on a plane. I don't think she noticed. But then. A few hours later, then I rubbed it in, thought I had solved it. A few hours later, I get up to go to the bathroom again. And I have this very awkward interaction with an Italian man who I like kept trying to ask him if he was waiting for a restroom. And I think he was just stretching his legs, but he gave me a very weird look. And then I go into the bathroom again and I notice that this mask, what it does is it peels. So like it clumps all over your face. So you know when you have a sunburn and then your skin starts to peel off? That's what my face looked like once the mask had kind of dried. I had just chunks of white stuff (laughs) all over my face. So this sheet mask that I thought would be a... Or not sheet, but mask that I thought would be like a discreet, easy plain mask Mm. ended up being kind of... And then I was like peeling off clumps and the clumps of the mask were kind of all over me. Oh, yeah. That being said, I thought it was a nice mask. It oh, made good. my skin feel good. Yeah, how did you feel when you got off the plane? I felt, I mean, crazy because I hadn't slept. Yeah. Yes, but <laughs> my skin felt good. I've sprayed that caudally mist all over oh, it. Yeah. I mean, I was like, I was obsessively moisturizing, uh-huh. um, drinking jugs of water. I mean, yes. I look, it's like I get into survival mode now mm-hmm. that I'm almost like a 40-year-old woman. Uh-huh. I'm in this new phase of my life. Yeah. Where getting on a plane means I got to stay hydrated in all oh, parts of my body. Yeah. You know, I brought baby wipes for going to the bathroom or I mean, I went I went nuts, but it felt good. 
So anyway, that was my experience masking on a plane. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't say it was like a catastrophe. No, it was just, I realized I had thought it was going to be this very subtle thing that I did. Right. And instead I looked like a person who was masking on a plane, which is fine. Which is fine. Who cares? Who gives a shit? Did you mask on the way back? On the way back? What? No, I didn't. Because mm-hmm. I had had that weird clumping experience. I just moisturized. Okay. I drank approximately two gallons of water. Okay. Um, but I have been, I have used that Neutrogena mask since I got home because I had two and I think it's very nice. Good. Yeah. Was it? And I love I've the never way used it. I love how it smells. It smells how you wanted skincare to smell when you were twelve, like that mm. kind of medicinal. I don't know how to describe it, but it's like you feel clean. It's, yes, it's like yeah. when you first used Noxzema. And you were like, what is this d- spicy scent? Yeah. Does anyone use Noxzema anymore? I don't know. Let us know if you do, yeah. listeners. Um, Curious. Yeah, why not? But, um, you know, I used a lot of bidets in Europe. Yeah, what else happened on this trip? Two other big things. Okay. One, both my hotels had bidets, but not just bidets. Ne- they ha- each Next to each bidet were hand towels and soap. And, Dory, I meant to bring it for you and I forgot each of these hotels provided something called intimate cleanser. Uh-huh. And so at first, at the first hotel, I was like, is this like a do like a, yeah. like a genital wash? Right. Like summer's Eve. Yes. I couldn't, I didn't know what it was. And I didn't ask my husband. I just, every day I would go in and I'd be like, why am I supposed to wash my vagina? <laughs> I didn't know. At the second hotel on the little soap dish rack, they had a bar of soap and then also a little packet called intimate cleanser. And then I realized it's like bidet wash. Oh, so they had, but also they had a bar of soap. So you could just get that bar of soap up in there. And then they had little hand towels for your, for your butt, butt. actual butt towels, butt towels. So that was really nice. And I used the bidet and I thought it was fantastic. And I would a hundred percent install one in my home if that was a, a financial option. Yeah, it was great. I mean, it's ridiculous looking the first two days. I was like, is that a urinal? And I think it's a bidet, but it's actually a urinal. But it's a bidet. Well, you can get, I mean, I got one on Amazon for like 60 bucks. Oh, you better believe while I'm here at your home, I'm going to go Yeah, check it out. Check it out. Um, the other thing I noticed while I was away is that I really struggled with my body issues. Mm. They like, like weird body dysmorphia stuff, morpha. I never know how to say that word. Dysmorphia? Dysmorphia. Really flared up. And I, I was like able to be conscious of the fact that I was dealing with it yeah, or that it was happening and it wasn't real, mm. but also it was still a struggle. What do you think? What What was the cause of this? I think it was, I didn't realize how much like my routine of what I eat and what, how I exercise while in my brain, I'm like, this is healthy. It also is maybe a bit of a crutch oh, okay. or just something that... I don't know. I'm I'm doing a lot of like reflecting on mm-hmm. it now and just and I, I'm you know, I I'm going to head back to therapy soon, so I feel like this will be a good thing to talk about. Um, but I'm just kind of reflecting on trying to figure out what it was. Also, you know, we were drinking a lot of wine and we were like ordering yeah. plates and you're of in Italy, meat. We're so in like Italy of course we're you're like, gonna... let's have this cheese yeah. pasta. But also I I didn't want that to block myself from eating things that I was excited about and totally. trying new things and so it was it was like every day was a real dance. And I had this crazy moment that happened to me while I was on the trip. I was like, Ugh. I was doing that stupid thing where I was like, I'm getting, I'm gaining weight. Mm. And then I got home and my clothes, I put my my clothes on the were at home and they fit just fine. And I realized it was all in my head. Mm. And it was very, 
unsettling for me because I was so like deeply in this like torment of like, oh my God, I'm gaining weight. Oh right. God, when I get home, I'm going to have to lose weight. Like, I mean, and look, I'm not, I don't know. This is a real struggle for me. I feel kind of embarrassed to be even talking about it, but um, just the fuck, the mind games that we're, are, we're playing with ourselves in terms of our, our bodies is very, it's just a, a real thing for me. And yeah. I, I have to really separate like what's, what's fiction and what's real. Mm-hmm. And then above all else, like what's health, what's healthy for me? Yeah. You like know? what should I care about? Yes. And like, what's most important about my body? It's that it's like, that I'm a healthy person, you mm-hmm. know, that I'm not dealing with a, a an illness that mm-hmm. I, that my body like sustains me and I can walk and I can run, you know, like I've just been doing a lot of reflecting Dory. Yeah. That's, there that's is, it. um, we're going to talk to one of the hosts, Amina Tussaud, oh my God. Uh, of Call Your Girlfriend on a future episode. But Call Your Girlfriend had an episode recently on body positivity that touches on a lot it of these really, issues. Yeah, I, I listened to it and recently. And it really resonated with I me. I think for anyone kind of thinking about this stuff, you should you should check it out. Um, yeah, I mean, and I, I also feel, I don't want to say I feel stupid being like, I struggle with this. Because I'm one, I'm an able-bodied person. Two, like I fall into the um, whatever the word is of like what our society deems as an acceptable body. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm very like so. I'm already privileged in that sense mm-hmm. of like I. But so so I'm like who? Am, why, why am I even fucking with my brain? I don't know. I I got to go to therapy, Dory. I mean, I think, I think, <laughs> I mean, I sure, think do, Kate. I think everyone should go to therapy, yes. but I also think, you know, um, going on vacation can be fraught in part because we're like, you're so excited to go on vacation. Uh-huh. You have all these expectations. You're spending a lot of money. Um, you know, you want it to be amazing. You feel like it should be amazing. You feel like every single moment of vacation should be amazing. Or um, maybe I'm projecting this as how no, I, I get that way feel. too. And then... You know, you get there and you're still you. You're still living your life. Yes, all your shit's still with you. All your shit's still with you. Your literal baggage. Right. But then you're also, like you were saying, like you're you're out of your comfort zone. You're out of your routine. So even if it is this amazing vacation and you're in Italy and it's beautiful and you are eating this amazing food, it's like there is this sort of dissonance where you have to also reconcile with all the stuff you've been dealing with. Um, and I think it can, especially when you are dealing with these issues, I think it can be hard to be out of your routine. Um, you know, when my husband and I went on vacation, it was, it was really hard for him um, because he is someone who struggles with, with a lot of this stuff. Um, and it was, it was very, it was very tough. And yeah. then when we got home, he was like, he, was, he felt so much better just kind of being back in his, in his routine. Um, so, you know, I don't think we should discount those feelings. Well, thank you. So thank you, Dory. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a lot of stuff that was, that all came up for me while I was also like vacationing in a very beautiful country. Yeah. Um, but it was really cool. I don't know. Yeah. Overall, it was a, a really wonderful experience. And also I do think it's good when those moments happen to just be like, well, here's a thing about me. I'm going to observe it and just like, try not to dwe- get mad at myself for behaving a certain way or feeling a certain way and just know that it's happening and like make a note of it and start to figure out why and, totally. and how I can approach these things in the, the healthiest way possible. Totally. Oh. <sighs> 
sorry. I hope I just I just unloaded on everybody. Well, I this mean, is a podcast about serums and my issues and unloading. Okay, unload, unloading. I mean, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's what this is about. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> Uh, okay, I'm calm. So how have you been since you got back? Well, I <laughs> bought a really big notebook that I'm trying to keep to-do lists in. Ooh. Um, I'm good. I'm, you know what? It was nice to come home. Yeah. I mean, I, also, the thing about being away from your life is is oh, always, for me, I feel like I can really, it helps me value what I have. Totally. I was happy to come home to my family. And they must have been so excited to see you. They, my kids were pumped. My dog was so pumped. I missed my dog. Lucy. Lucy. You know, and, and also just it was not it was it's wonderful to be able to get to be away. Yeah. I'm so grateful we got to do that. But also it was nice to come back and I enjoy like I like my quiet routines in my life yeah. and getting up and having you know, waking up and washing my face in my bathroom and having my coffee. So Yeah, it's good to appreciate those things. Yes, it was very it was really nice overall. And I'm happy to be back doing the podcast. Totally. I did the whole time I was like, gotta pod this. Gotta pod that. <laughs> Should I go into this pharmacy and look for skincare? I did. I didn't buy anything. Oh, okay. Uh, what did I miss in your life while I was gone? You've got a lot of stuff going on. Well, I'm I'm doing another IVF cycle. That's is that exciting? Is that stressful? Is it a whole combination of emotions? <sighs> you know, for for people who listen to my other podcast, uh, Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. Uh, this is this might be a little bit repetitive, so I apologize. But I, I think most listeners probably don't, so I, I will just say it. I, I'm I'm feeling just sort of like it's like Zen slash resigned. It's sort of just like oh, okay, this is what I do now. I do IVF, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, You've been to this rodeo a few I've times. Been da- yeah, I've been to this rodeo. It's not my first rodeo. Um, I feel like I might be riding a different horse. Oh, if we're going to continue the metaphor. Let's do it. Let's keep um, this. What kind of horse? Um, well, you know, it's a, it's a it's an older, calmer horse, hmm. if we will. Um, yeah, I just like I've. Uh, I've done, I, I'm no longer like, okay, I have to give myself shots. You know, when you first start doing it, you're like, I have to give myself shots. Yeah. And now this is my fifth egg retrieval and I'm sort of like, okay, yeah. shots. Um, but you can't be too cavalier or you, you know, you have to give yourself shots at very specific times, mm. very specific doses. The doses are always changing. You have to kind of like be on top of your shit. Um, so I'm, I'm aware of that. And can you explain what are you giving yourself shots of hormones? And does that then change how you feel physically, emotionally? You know, I feel, I feel bloated. That's never fun. No, it's not. And after the retrieval, I will probably also feel bloated. Um, so yeah, I mean, I will say this is my first retrieval um, that I've done where I've not been employed full time. And that does take a big stress off of it. Is there um, a different sort of expectation going into this your fifth time as opposed to your first time? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how everyone else goes into their first time, but no one tells you your first, like no one tells you you might have to do this five times. Yeah. No, they're not like promising 
you're going to have a baby in three months, but it's never like the, at least the doctors and they probably, cause they probably don't want people to freak out, but it just takes a lot longer. I think a lot of the time than people think if my expectations had just been lower Mm. the first time around, I think that would have been better. On the other hand, like now my expectations are so low (laughs) that I'm just like, like my, the other day I went into my doctor and she was like, everything is looking really great. And I was just like, yeah, I can't get too optimistic. She was like, Oh, (laughs) so, you know, it's just like a constant mind fuck. Yeah. And, and what are you doing this week to kind of, do you have rituals or things you do to kind of just like nurture yourself through the experience? Or are you just like, you know what, this is what it is. Yeah. I mean, it's hard because like one of the things that I would normally do would be to like go to yoga, but you can't go to yoga because you can't do twists because your ovaries are so overfilled that they could burst Mm. or they could twist. And so you're really like not supposed to do anything. Like I I went on a walk yesterday. Lovely. Walk is great. But it's like, but it was also like I went at four o'clock and it was really hot. And I was like, what am I doing? (laughs) Um, Why did I think this was a good idea? Exactly. Um, So yeah, I mean, I'm trying to just, I'm, like, I feel like I've said this before, but I'm trying to just like be kind to myself. Yeah. Um, but it's hard. I'm not going to lie. Like, no, it's hard. Shouldn't lie, believe um, it. just trying to like do things that I want to do and not do things that I don't want to do and being, you know, kind of acknowledging when I don't feel up for something like Friday night, a friend had invited me out for drinks with some other people. And like an hour before I was like, I'm really tired. I feel really bloated. I just, I'm not like the thought of going into a situation and having to sort of like make small talk. And and like, I was just like, I can't handle this right now. And so I was just like, I'm so sorry, but I can't make it. Um, and just kind of trying to be honest about that. Like I'm, I think I'm usually a person who's like, gotta do everything. And forcing myself to kind of like dial that back a little bit. I think is important. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so that's, that's what's been happening with me. Also, you know, the, the thing that I think for someone who is used to kind of being relatively in control of her own life, IVF just like, you have to like throw that out the window. That's so must be so fucking hard. It's hard. And like everything is unpredictable and you find out like, you know, Oh, like you go in for an appointment and she'll be like, Oh, I need to see you back in two days. But she could say, I need to see you back in three days or she might say four days. Like I think it's time (sighs) for a little break. It sure is. 
like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. The Super Power Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get oh, into okay, it. Do you want to tell me why? No, no. I was just <laughs> going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh, God, like get this off of me. No, thank <laughs> once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it could like, be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie also from Quince. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, 
Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast but I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college, so this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm I hearing mean, those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. We have brought Courtney Chisano back to talk to us about skincare. She is a facialist here in Yay. Los Angeles. We had so much fun chatting with her last time that we wanted more Info. We just needed more Courtney. And we have more questions. Yes. I am so happy to be back. Uh, Let's do this. Okay. Let's get into it. This is a simple one. Okay. We're just going to launch in. Okay. Is any th- is, are any of these questions truly simple? Not though, simple. Okay? I think I mean short. Ah, uh, yes. And that's what I meant. Because <laughs> you're right. Nothing is... Although, nothing is... I mean, we are... My goal after speaking to you the first time is to strip down my skincare routine. Because mm-hmm. I've become a product hoarder. Yep. Uh, and probably I don't need... Uh, this is a topic for another time. I don't want to make it all about me, but <laughs> I'm so just, to the question, to the question, skincare while pregnant exclamation point, I am completely lost. And, and we've had numerous requests for help with natural skincare products while mm-hmm. pregnant. What's safe to use while pregnant? What's not safe to use? Can you enlighten us on skincare? While yes. Pregnant? So I will dive right into what's not safe. The most important things. So if you are on Retin-A, obviously that's a big no-no. You need to stop six months in advance. Oh. But that even extends to natural a 
occurring vitamin A. Even vitamin A that's derived from yams, sweet potatoes, things that you'll find in natural care products, they still, once absorbed through the skin, convert into a retinoic acid in the body and can become toxic to to a baby. So you want to stay away from anything that has vitamin A in it, even naturally occurring. Uh, So that'll also be uh, retinol palmitate in a lot of natural products. It won't say vitamin A, it'll say retinol palmitate. So you want to make sure you're not using any of that. Can you still eat sweet potatoes? Yeah, that's not fine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's just for some reason the way it's processed through the skin. Got it. Um, they just say, they recommend not to do it. And then beta hydroxy acids, anything that's salicylic based you don't want to use. Salicylic, again, also extends to natural care products. Instead of saying salicylic, it'll say willow bark extract. Oh. And that's the same thing as salicylic <gasps> acid. So don't use it while pregnant. Oh, or breastfeeding. Hot tip. Willow yeah. bark extract. Yes. But you can use glycolic acid, right? You can. On a lower level, glycolic is fine to use. Okay. Um, fruit enzymes are wonderful to use. You just want to be really gentle with mm-hmm. your skin too. You're going to have hormonal acne. So usually the first trimester is hormonal acne and the second trimester is your pigmentation trimester. So women will have their breakouts first. And by the time, you know, second trimester rolls around, they start seeing their spots get darker. So you want to just do everything you can to be anti-inflammatory and natural. And your skin starts to regulate once you give birth. And what do you, is, what do you recommend for somebody who is pregnant? Is there just sticking to like a very basic, very natural products? Yes. Very basic, very natural. Um, but again, like I said, even natural products sometimes contain the retinal palmitate or the willow bark yeah. extract. So just be really mindful. There's a lot of great resources online where you can just go look up a, an easy, safe list and just go through your personal care and be mindful of it. Um, but a lot of women still will use like their toner, which has salicylic in it. And you want to just be mindful mm. of that stuff. Okay. Oh, that's good to know. Um, there's a question here that I, that I feel like comes up a lot that I don't, I, I, do not know the answer to. And I would love your thoughts, which is when you start using a new product, Mm -hmm. how can you tell the difference between a normal purge phase and a bad skin reaction to a product? I can never tell. So I stop using things right away. Okay. That is a good question, actually. Um, So a lot of the times when you're having a reaction to a new product, it's everywhere. You'll have it and it's almost like a little fine bump rash everywhere. Whereas when you are just purging, you're usually breaking out in the areas you always break out. Oh. oh, so so a reaction is where you m- might not have broken out before. Yeah, exactly. And it's usually uniform and it's usually all over. Oh. Whereas if you're using a new product that your body's adjusting to, say, you know, around your mouth is your hormonal area, which is the problematic for most women. Yeah. Um, same thing for me as well. When you are using a product that's new for you, you'll probably get a little detox in that area, but you won't necessarily have this like bumps all over your face. That's generally how you can tell. So purging is a thing that happens. I was just going to ask that. Is purging real? Is purging real? (laughs) Purging is real. I never knew that. I don't, I don't think I've gone through it necessarily or I just am like, oh, more zits. Yeah. Your skin is a very interesting organ. It's your largest organ. It expels things. I mean, your skin is very finicky. It, it is kind of always responding to external factors, internal factors. So there's a lot of things involved, but yeah, there is definitely such a thing as purging bring things to the surface because you have all these wonderful deep layers of your skin and sometimes you use a product and it makes them come to the surface really quick. Mm, I didn't know that. How long does the purge phase, how long should a purge phase last? It depends. And it also, um, it depends on how deep rooted your, you know, your 
congestion is. It mm. depends on, I guess, how toxic of a lifestyle you're living and how much you have to give. <laughs> um, but generally, it shouldn't be more than like a week. Okay. I would okay. say you should start to see improvement after a week. If you're not, then it's probably not a good fit. Okay. Here's a big one that we get a lot. Yeah. Does a good working eye cream exist for those of us for which dark circles are genetic or are color correctors, concealers, and Photoshop are only hope? Ooh, so genetic dark circles, very different. So there's, there's a lot of different. There's regular dark circles, which is usually from sluggish digestion, not enough sleep, oh. things like that, seasonal allergies. Those are your dark circles that you can usually improve. Um, Eye cream can help sometimes if you have one that has like caffeine or something along those lines. It'll help the circulation to get that stagnant fluid out of that area. Mm. But if you have genetic dark circles around the eyes, which a lot of the times you'll see in like Indian skin type along those lines, um, those actually can be done. The ingredient you're looking for on that, and it's not a miracle worker, but it will help. It's alpha lipoic acid. That seems to work well on people that are genetically prone to dark circles around mm. the eyes, like it's actual skin pigmentation. Um, and I also, I've done it before and it's something that I'm looking to do again. It's actually a eye peel and it is an a peel that's made for the eye area that has lactobionic acid, which I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that no. acid. Oh, it's kind of like the new fun hot acid on the market. <laughs> um, and essentially what it is, is it's a gentle it's a gentle, more effective form of glycolic. So essentially you get the results of a glycolic without the irritation of a glycolic. So it works really great for delicate areas like the eye. So you can do like a treatment like that, but obviously go to someone that's professional, talk to somebody around those. But a lot of the times, um, yeah, you just want to look for things that have lightening, brightening agents. Um, alpha arbutin is a nice skin lightener that's natural. Um, but alpha lipoic omega acid is another great ingredient to look for. Oh. And, and you mentioned you have an eye cream that you like. I do. I have an eye cream I love. And it's by this like, teeny little organic company out of Florida. It's called, the brand's called Sweet Station. And the eye cream's called Eye Lift. And it's a $35 eye cream. Um, I love it dearly. And I'm sorry if they're listening. I hate the packaging. I have told them. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Sweet Station? The brand's called Sweet Station. Terrible. Um, <laughs> the packaging is just not a good idea. It's like this teeny skinny tube with this little pump top and it breaks and it falls over and you can't stand it up anywhere. And it's just, it's generally just a nightmare, but the, it contains one of the better eye creams I've ever tried. And it's $35 and it has everything. It has a natural retinol in there. It's got peptides. It's got Matrixyl 3000, which is this wonderful peptide. It has all these wonderful things that target so many great things. Oh, this <gasps> is a big one we need to ask. Yeah. I would love it if you could ask her about treating rosacea. Rosacea plagues a lot of women. Uh, it's definitely something that I see a lot of. I got put in Chalkboard Magazine for being the redness whisperer. Um, oh. Yeah, it's my. It's kind of my jam now. I didn't. I didn't know that that was going to be a thing. But I met this woman, and she was like, "Oh my god, the redness! That's amazing. What you do?" So I've kind of stumbled across a redness treatment that tends to work, and I've done a lot of research. So. There is redness in the skin There's and there's rosacea. So a lot of the times people just kind of have flushed cheeks um, and then other people have like the rosacea with the bumps, the papules. So if you tend to have more of like the bumpy papule kind, tea tree oil, like one or two drops of tea tree oil in squalane and put that on, it will help. Um, the big thing is, is a lot of the times when you have the papule rosacea, it's an overgrowth of skin mites. And skin mites hate tea tree oil. Oh. So it actually kills them. They can't survive. So you'll start to see it calm down big time. 
Um, another thing is even if you don't have the papules, and this is what I tell people across the board, if you suffer from redness, you stay away from heat. That means saunas. That means soul cycle. That means hot yoga. You have to control the heat in your body. It, does that also include uh, food? Yeah. Spicy that food. That goes to spicy mm. food. Yep. That was my next thing. No spicy food. Um, red wine. White wine doesn't have as much histamines as red wine does. Red wine has a lot of histamines, which is huge for vasodilation. So you want to stay away from red wine in particular. Um, if you want to drink wine, stick to white. If you can do vodka and tequila, even better. Yeah. <laughs> Great. I'm not going to tell you not to have fun, but I mean, alcohol in general is a vasodilator, so you want to be careful about that. Um, but you just want to make sure you're being really mindful of eating an anti-inflammatory diet, staying away from spicy food, staying away from heat. So many women in the city do hot yoga. And they come to me with like these insanely red cheeks. And it's just the number one thing I can say is don't go to hot yoga anymore. It's not for you. If you have any pink or redness in your face, don't go to hot yoga. I never go to hot yoga. And I'm glad to have yeah. another excuse to not go. <laughs> and I look don't at want that gorgeous complexion. Yeah. I mean, it is milky. It's, it's milky. <laughs> yeah, it's you beautiful. Oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, there is a question here that I'm curious about, um, which is, when does she recommend more advanced treatments such oh, yeah. as lasers, peels, microneedling, and microdermabrasion? Which and I'll also say, people often emailing us asking us to try all these things, uh, which you know is great, but yeah. I, I might not want to. And what's the, what's the thing with the blood? Oh, the PRP. Yeah. So that's interesting. I mean, okay. it's essentially like a microneedling situation using your own blood, and it's it's not bad. I've just never had anyone be like, oh my God, it's amazing. I've had clients try it and they're like, eh, it's okay. Okay. And it's expensive. Okay. Um, so when you have a skin issue you're trying to correct, there's certain things that are better for others. So the time to get those things is when you need them. I don't recommend people doing like a ton of things preventatively. Microderm is by far the most user-friendly. You want to go to a mm. good place. If you have redness, you want to try to stay away from anything that's too much suction, which if you go to a good place, they're not going to need to do anything with high, heavy, heavy suction. Um, but microderm is by far the, the best place to start because it's a really nice way to just take off the top layers, dead skin. It helps make everything more absorbent. And it just is the best place to start for those treatments. Um, if you have more wrinkling, like fine lines and wrinkles, um, heavy wrinkling, wrinkling, you have scarring, you have things like that, microneedling is a great option for you. Um, again, go to somewhere really reputable. You can do an at-home roller. If you decide to purchase an at-home microneedling roller, two things. Make sure it's super clean all the time. And make sure you're not using a lot of pressure when you're using it. People mm. have this natural feeling to push and you can build up scar tissue. You can do damage. So you just want to mm. kind of gently hold it to your skin and roll and do it that way. And you can go up and down, side to side, vertical. And it's wonderful because it creates all this mini micro trauma, which flushes the skin with collagen and all these wonderful things to repair it. Hence, softening fine lines and wrinkles, repairing scarring, etc. Um, laser resurfacing is for more if you have like the deep pick scarring. Um, or if you have, so I tell, I try to tell people this to be very cautious with lasers if you have pigmentation. So a lot of times people will go get a laser for hyperpigmentation, but hyperpigmentation is stimulated by heat and trauma. Lasers are traumatic and hot. Um, so I always tell people be very careful because sometimes you can have a good result. I've had 
an endless amount of women that have come to me that have had sunspots or melasma and they've had a laser done and it's triggered way more pigmentation. So I always tell mm. people to proceed with a lot of caution. A good dermatologist will tell you that. I have clients that have come to me also and said, my dermatologist said I wasn't a good fit for lasers. So that's how you know you're seeing a good derm. They're mm. really discerning about that stuff. Um, so you do want to be careful with lasers. Um, but overall, like laser rejuvenation, if you don't have pigmentation or you don't have sensitive skin, it can be great. On that note. On that note, Courtney, it was a pleasure to see you again. Thank you. This was so nice to be back. Um, Can you remind us where people can find you? Yes. So you can find me uh, at CourtneyChisano.com, my name. Um, I know it's a little bit hard to spell, but like I said, if you put Courtney and C-H-I-U in Google, it should auto-populate. I am the only Courtney Chisano in the city. Uh, And then you can find me at Courtney Chisano Skincare uh, on Instagram. Great. Right. And if you guys have more questions for Courtney, you can just email us at forever35podcast at gmail. Yes, please. I would love that. Yay. Thanks, guys. Our guest today is author Maureen Gu. Maureen, welcome. <gasps> Hello. Hello, Maureen. Maureen, I'm going to read a little bio about you. Oh, okay. Which, as I often do, I just ripped off of your website. But this will give listeners a good background (laughs) as to who you are. Maureen Gu is the author of several books for young adults, including I Believe in a Thing Called Love, which received starred reviews from Kirkus and Publishers Weekly, and the newly released The Way You Make Me Feel. Booklist gave it a starred review and said... With massive amounts of humor, heart, and soul, this love letter to L.A. and its diversity is a celebration of friends, family, and food trucks. And Maureen lives in here in Los Angeles with her husband and her cat, Maybe. Yes, Maybe. Maureen, welcome. Thank you. I love being here. I'm so excited. You, <laughs> you brought us presents, and not just presents, but presents from China. Yes, I did. Which is the coolest thing that's happened to us so far on this podcast. Yeah. How long were you in China? Um, so cumulatively less than three months. So it really wasn't that long. But um, I'm kind of planning on going back and forth for the next year or so because um, my husband is over there making a movie. Which is super cool. Yes. And exciting and hard. And that's a lot. It's a lot. To it's balance both your careers and your home and another country. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, so the, you know, the whole self-care thing really was important for me. Did, did it kick in in terms of traveling and then living in a new place? Yeah. Well, it actually, my journey began, <laughs> <laughs> I would say last year in the beginning of the year, I was going through a lot. Um, I found out I was pre-diabetic, so I did change my whole diet, um, which I realized was my self-care is food, right? Mm. Just like enjoying food. And without that, I had to figure out all these other things. Oh, oh that must, are you still in making those changes to your diet? Yeah. Were you still able to enjoy yes. food in the same way? Yeah. It was actually a really interesting, um, learning process for me because I have always been such a lover of food and really valued that and really, um, kind of, you know, w- women have so many different relationships with food and there's all this disordered eating. And I've always been very just kind of like proud of how much I love food in this totally pure, joyous way. Right. And then suddenly I had to go on this restrictive diet and be one of those like no carbs, no sugar people. And I realized a lot of my identity and how I take care of myself and my happiness was around food. Mm. So anyways, 
I was very anti this restrictive diet, but I saw a nutritionist who was amazing. And um, she kind of like, like rehauled the way I looked at food. I still think it's a really healthy way of looking at food, but it's more like food is actually nutrition, right? And so I look at things like what is the best option for me? Like where am I going to get the most vitamins? But you can still do that with food and enjoy it. Um, That was really important to me. I was like, that's why I saw her because she had all these recipes. I didn't want to be like eating quinoa every day. Um, Although I do like quinoa and it's delicious. But you have to learn how to like, you know, make it yummy. And so, yeah, it was interesting. It just really made me think that um, there are lots of different ways to look at food. And I was pretty judgmental of it before, like people who couldn't just enjoy food. Um, and now I know like, okay, it doesn't always have to be like, uh, this pleasurable thing. <laughs> this sounds like I'm actually not making the point I want to make. I, um, I, you're making you know sense. I, yeah. To me. Yeah. But even like, okay. So, uh, Kate just served us a lot of tea, a lot of tea, <laughs> a little tea. She's a really good, um, selection. So, uh, you know, looking at tea too, I'm like, oh, okay. Um, I'm going to add protein to it and put milk. And I was thinking of putting honey, but I'm like, okay, I'm not having any food with this. I'm not having nuts or so I shouldn't put in honey because that's me. My blood sugar will spike if I have any kind of sugar or carbs without protein in it. So it's almost like a science and a balance and it helped me a lot. Um, And that, you know, I had to, so that started that. And then I'm like, okay, I don't have I can't just get a Tommy burger now when I'm stressed. <laughs> I know that's gross. I'm like the only person in LA that eats Tommy burger. It's so delicious. But so now, then I was like, okay, I'm gonna take baths. I'm gonna get my nails done. Um, like if you look at my nails, my nails are so like extra. They are. <laughs> they look amazing. I didn't used to be like a nail art person, but it became something that really. You should. Be. It's like a de-stressing um, activity for me, and then. Um, I started doing meditation and um, this is a weird one. I started brushing my hair. Hmm. I don't know. Do you guys brush your hair? I do. Okay. I don't. Yes. Okay. (laughs) That's the thing. I hadn't brushed my hair since high school because like the style that I like for my hair is not like, I don't want it to look all silky and smooth. I always like my hair to look a little messy. And so I hadn't brushed my hair in so long. And then... Someone pointed out to me, like, you should brush your hair. It feels good. And I was like, oh, but I don't want my hair to be all, like, floofy. But I learned to do it before I take showers. And, oh. You know, before I go to bed. Because if you do it before bed, you wake up and you still have, like, a messy look. And you're almost giving yourself kind of a scalp massage. Yes. And it, like, distributes the oils. Mm. Um, so now, okay. yeah, Dory, it's... It's like a little Dory massage you can give yourself. Do you do you have do you have like a special brush? I don't, I'll, but I mean, I use like a paddle brush or um, nothing fancy though. I'm sure I can like level up with brushes too. But that's like for all of the self care stuff. I feel like you keep opening doors of more things that you yeah. could be paying attention to. Totally. Right? It is a bit of a catch twenty two. Yeah, you're like, how deep do I need to go? Because am I creating more work for myself? Or is this more, uh, is it healing or is it stressful? Totally. I feel like you have, it's like right. you have to kind of stare at the thing and then decide, is this going to work for me? If not, like, I'll just leave it. Right. Is it work? Like lately I've been like, I think I have to start using cuticle oil. 
That's like a new thing we I have just, to do. Uh, on a recent episode, we talked about nail <laughs> care and yeah. And why do you think? Are your nails just dry, or you? Is it just yeah, kind of like you're dry. ready for? Maybe I'm just paying attention to it now because yeah. I get my nails done so much. But um, yeah, I'm getting all these. I think it might be from travel too. My skin gets so dried out from travel, so. I think like my new thing in life is just like over moisturize whenever possible. I also feel yeah. like I don't know if that's an aging thing. Yeah, like this yeah. morning I put oil all over, like head to toe oiled myself, <laughs> which I wouldn't have done at 20. I feel like at 20 I was trying to dry myself yes, out. Totally. Like I don't know if that's just yeah. getting older and you're like can never have too much hydration. Yeah. My mom was always lubricating. Yeah, I yeah. think your your skin just dries out as you get older. Yeah, maybe it's changing. Although I yeah. still find time to get numerous zits on my face. Oh, so. <laughs> totally. oh yeah, yeah, I know that's a new. I'm getting like jawline a- acne from hormones. Mm-hmm. So now I have, you know, I actually talked to my dermatologist about Accutane. I'm like, I am in my 30s. Is it too late to take Accutane? And she's like, Do you ever want to get pregnant? I'm like, Oh God, okay. <laughs> Because oh. you have to like, yeah. you know, you have to do it for six to twelve months for the Accutane. Yeah, to the kick Accutane. In. Yeah, it's like a long process, and um, you know, you can't be pregnant. Okay, you can't, and actually, you can't be on birth control either. So it's just like a weird. Um... Anyways, I was like, I wish I took it when I was like twenty-one. <laughs> the things, the hindsight we have for our skin. Yeah, I know. So. You have an array of products in Ugh, front of us. I do. So I I feel like I just, if anyone gives me a recommendation, I just trust them. Like, okay, I don't need to do research. Yeah. I'm too lazy. And I so my beauty products and makeup products are not, I feel like I don't have special hidden things that nobody else knows about. I have a lot of popular things. I have never seen this before. Essence? I've seen Essence, but I've never heard oh, of this Kramer. brand. Okay, yeah. I like I said, I didn't do much research, but I I know that Kramer Lab was recommended by somebody. Their face masks might have been like my sister's friend, and so when my mom went to Korea, she bought us a ton of Kramer Lab stuff because oh, it's really cheap over there. That is awesome. And um, she's like, okay, I bought this essence, and I'm like, oh god, I keep hearing essence. It just seems like kind of silly. Like, what does that even mean? Um, and this is when I wasn't even doing anything to my, like I was washing my face and sometimes moisturizing. So I had this for a long time before I started using it. And I started using it when I started the Korean 10 step stuff, which has changed my life. Can I pause you for a yeah. second? When was the moment that you went from person who washes their face and sometimes moisturizes to doing a Korean 10 step? And what was kind of the catalyst for making you change? And it was embracing this, all these products. It was around the same time as this like pre-diabetic diet thing. It was part of my self-care thing where I was just, it kind of made me look at my life holistically once I had to change my diet. It was interesting. Um, I don't like to use the word holistic. It's like so LA, but it, <laughs> but it's actually like a real thing, you know? Yeah. Um, and I, f- well, one, I was just like, okay, now that I not, well, I have this jaw acne, but I don't really have acne on my face anymore. So I feel like I needed to level up like, okay, I don't have to worry about acne. So what's the next thing I'm supposed to worry about, which is like, oh, I'm getting like random dark spots on my face. Um, I, I would love to have like a glow. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, this is when like, is it glossier or glossier, you guys? Glossier. 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 That's what I thought. I but think. I heard someone say glossier recently. We I don't know. We could 
call them and ask. We could prank yeah. call them. What do you call? <laughs> you you love prank calls, Kate. I keep instigating them and then not liking it when it happens to me. Oh my god, they make me so uncomfortable. I could never do it when I was younger. I couldn't do it either, but we did get one to the podcast. You it did? was a mild voice. It was a mild prank. It was somebody pretending to be the author of Twilight. <laughs> And I fell for it for a hot second, <laughs> thinking she was a... Stephanie Meyer? Yeah, it was a good prank. It was a good prank. Directed at me. But but anyway, I digress. Okay, I, okay. I don't know if... It's, I so, think it's Glossier. That's how I say it, but we could be wrong. Yeah, well, their whole thing is like this dewy look, right? Um, and so I, I thought, I think I'm supposed to have dewy skin. Anyways, it started this whole thing of like, I need moisturize more. Um, and then people kept talking about it so i also um read cup of joe which is how i found out about your podcast actually yeah she's the best and the only blog i read anymore i feel like she's the one that's kind of like lasted um but so yeah many people say the exact right? same thing yeah. yeah yeah and her i actually read comments on her blog post which is like who does that um so yeah she had a guest on her beauty they have like a beauty um what is it called beauty it's a, a feature that they usually do yes, beauty like, uniform yes i love that right? i buy oh, so God, many i just read too. somebody's routine and i'm like that'll work for me and no. <laughs> they often have great recommendations yeah well they had this one nurse on that did the korean 10 step and i was like and the way she described it it finally clicked like i want to try it and you know i'm korean and i was like i, I should do this it's like part of my like ancestry <laughs> i'm supposed to care about my skin more um and so i started off with a lot of the um the suggestions she had but also i have um an author friend courtney summers who is like she's the queen of desium she knows everything oh, Courtney. um yeah courtney's the best um and she has taught me so much about all the desium products so um my favorite thing from them it's from the ordinary it's this thing called 100% plant derived squalene biosance makes like a really expensive yes Ugh, I mean this is so cheap one. yes I know mm-hmm. and it's and it's so, great do you use that so as your good. moisturizer I do now so when I lived in shaman in China it's like a humid climate and I was just using regular moisturizer it was fine and then when I came back to LA, my skin just freaked out. It was, it was as if all the the ten step stuff just reversed. Wow. Like nothing worked anymore. Um, and I realized it was just I needed extra moisturizer. So, um, you know, a lot of people use oils, but I kind of was like, I don't know, like, I don't know if I want to use an oil. And then Courtney recommended this, and it's and she has really dry skin too. And oh my God, it's the best thing ever. It like lasts. So I don't wash my f- face with a cleanser in the morning either. I know I just listened to an episode where you guys talked about that um, because I feel like the squalene stuff is just like there still in the morning, but mm. not in not in like a greasy way, but I just feel it still hydrating my skin. So oh, I just splash. Look at that. Yeah, it's it's really great for super dry skin. So you just splash some water and go or do you even or you just let the night previous night's work keep going into the morning? It depends. Sometimes a splash still feels like my skin is hydrated, but yeah. if I feel that tightness coming on, then I'll put on like a really lightweight moisturizer, oh, which I forgot to bring, but it's actually also Cremer Lab, the fresh water gel. Uh-huh. Do you shower at night or in the morning? At night, because now I'm doing this thing, another self-care thing. <laughs> um, I only wash my hair um, maybe twice a week, 
and I do this like whole, (laughs) I sit there and I do my hair twice a week for like 35 minutes. I like use a large barrel curling iron and it lasts the whole time. I feel like like a 1950s lady that like sets her hair (laughs) once a week, you know? I know. (laughs) It totally works for me. My hair like holds these curls and um if you use the large barrel I have long hair so if you use the large barrel curling iron it looks like you have a blowout this for like four awesome. days yeah, your hair does look great th- well this I got my hair cut yesterday so okay. I have to I can't well, take credit for this oh, thank you but yeah so that's also like this thing like the ritual of it I kind of like like I'm just gonna I listen to your guys podcast a lot of the times mm. when I'm doing my hair actually I listen to it all the time in China when I was doing my so that was how, kind of how I coped. I would get homesick and I miss my friends and I just felt so disconnected. So I'd listen to you guys and I'd listen to Pod Save America because Skin it's like and politics. Yeah. Cause Pod Save America was like, still made me feel angry and American. And then, you know, your podcast just like calmed me down. It was like having friends around. Oh, so, that's so nice. Yeah. Thank you, Maureen. It's yeah. interesting. We had a, we had a, um, listener write in about having a really hard time studying abroad. And I find traveling and living abroad such a, such an interesting topic because I think I fantasize about it as this like magical, amazing thing. But then in reality, it's often very isolating and very challenging and uh, maybe unexpectedly. So I'm just curious, like what was, what was hard about it? And, And it's also hard because it's so you know, not everybody gets the opportunity to live in another state, much less abroad. So there's that that kind of goes along with it. I don't know if I'm making sense. No, yeah. I'm not like one of those adventurous people that like to travel alone. I don't even like going to like movies alone or eating alone. Um, So I wasn't that excited about moving abroad, Um, even though I knew it was very, it was also very flexible. Like I can fly back here pretty often. Um, but, um, I really dreaded it. <laughs> I was such a baby about it. And I realized too, like at one moment during all my, like feeling sad and sorry for myself, I did realize I'm actually pretty lucky. N- most people don't get to live abroad. Um, and China too, is like a very exciting place to be at this exact time. Yeah, It's, uh, it's like, it's the future, right? So I, ch- I wasn't really excited about it cause I was, my, I have like such a community in LA. I'm from here. Um, I just love living here. I'm writing books. So I'm like, I want to feel connected to the writing community that I've, um, I'm a part of here. And so, and also I knew I'm only going to hang out with my husband. I'm not going to really have friends, you know, it was just, and I don't speak the language. Um, and I got there and it was a pleasant surprise, um, that, you know, I, I have anxiety too. Um, and one of the triggers for sometimes I get depressed is, um, isolation. Yeah. So I really did a lot of prep work. I like talked to my therapist, like I really worry about, um, getting depressed while I'm over there. And so I have, I was like, don't worry. I have a plan. I felt like such an A plus student. I'm like, I'm going to have a <laughs> schedule. I'm going to make myself work in public. I'm going to find groups. And she was like, yeah, or you could also like try to live with that, like feeling lonely sometimes and see how you deal with it. And I, I did that actually. I wasn't that rigorous about like meeting new people and throwing myself into a lot of activity. And I'm like on a book deadline right now. So I saw it as like a retreat. 
um, and I started um, learning Chinese. I would listen to, I would do like Jillian Michaels workouts while listening to um, <laughs> Pimsleur audio tapes to like learn. Oh, is it called tapes? I call it tapes because I'm old, but like the audio lessons for Chinese. And I would have these like alone days and my life became so simplified and it was like actual self-care just living in China because all the things I don't make time for because my life is insane in LA. I just try to juggle too much all the time. And then in China, it was like, wake up, make your coffee, your oatmeal breakfast that I made every morning, do internet stuff all morning while everyone's still awake in LA, then write, maybe go to a coffee shop, meet husband for dinner or order in food, watch something on Netflix, read a romance novel, go to bed. Oh, take a bath. So that would became my life like every day. And it wow. was like really, you know, just so um, simplified. So that was cool. And I also was surprised by how the challenge I was, I had all these anxieties about, oh my God, not being able to communicate. Cause I feel like, um, I, it's like one of my big things is like communication. <laughs> sounds like I, I just really pride myself on being a good communicator mm. And being perceptive to other people. And then when you're living abroad and you don't speak the language, suddenly I felt like so unequipped. Um, but it was actually really interesting challenge to kind of figure out how to communicate with people. Um, and again, it simplified my life. I was just like, well, I don't know how to ask about like if this is broccoli or if it's spinach. <laughs> so I'm just going to buy it. Yeah. You know, like you kind of just... Um, are forced to simplify your life. And, and everyone there was super nice. And I did feel really grateful because I felt like, Oh, China's not going to feel like a culture shock. Cause I'm from LA. I, my best friend growing up was Chinese American. I San Gabriel Valley is like uh, the best Chinese food. Right. But then you go there and you're like, Oh, this is why travel is so interesting. All the little nuances and the differences in the culture and all the things that you, they do differently. And, also, their perception of America was interesting and our politics. And um, I just felt like I, you definitely kind of like level up as a person when you're forced to live abroad, I think. I love that. That's really cool. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning, in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay, I know. visible on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, One Skin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like creppiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. 
I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their mm-hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here mm-hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving, that sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I didn't mean to sidetrack us from your product oh, yeah. talk, but that was so interesting. I feel I yeah. It's like forget your products. I want to know more about what it was like living abroad. <laughs> well, did that's you, when I. I mean, my the first thing I did was just unpack all my. Products did you bring all these like big bottles? Oh, with I you? Brought, you brought everything. My husband was like, "Oh my god!" Because and at home, I like had everything kind of shoved away in a corner in my bathroom. And then once we we're there, we have like a huge bathroom in China, like oh. a luxurious bathroom. And I was like. Yes, and I was just able to like have everything out <laughs> and just accessible all the time. <laughs> Oftentimes, partners and spouses don't know what we're hiding in the cabinets. It's true, yeah. especially if you have separate bathrooms, and like Dory does. Yeah, <laughs> ooh, luxury. Mm. So you, so you brought everything with you. Well, I brought a lot of the stuff that I thought was more fun and special. Can I ask? You've got something called Retinoil Pro Repair Body Oil yes. for scars, stretch marks, and daily care. Yes, this is from uh, this is the chemistry brand which i bought from desium and it was also oh it's by the abnormal beauty company also a recommendation from courtney summers and i have um a really bad reaction to bug bites my whole life interesting yeah and i get dark and i also with acne i'll just get dark spots that last forever and so um I was too lazy to use this like spot treatment stuff that my dermatologist gave me and it was so expensive. And she was like, to be honest, it only really works on like 40% of people. And I was like, oh, great. <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> I know. Um, and this was like $7 and I use it kind of like a moisturizer. So it's easier for me to just slather on. And it's one of those things. Okay. So I, I was thinking a lot about self-care before I'm coming here and like what it means to me and like how it does add all these new things that you stress out about like, Oh crap, I have to do the retinoil now. But I think it, it gives you control over all these little things that give you anxiety all the time. Cause you're ignoring them and you know that you want to deal with mm. it. Right. So like bug bite scars, it's 
something that's plagued me my whole life and I'm like, I should like figure out what to do about it. So now that it's like part of my routine, I feel like, well, I don't know if it's actually going to help me that much, but it makes me feel like I'm doing something. And I know over moisturizing um, dark spots is never a bad thing. Mm. So yeah, this stuff, um, I'm very excited. Um, I know it's helped people with their stretch marks too. So got to get on that. Pour my pour that all over my body. <laughs> yeah, certain spots. add to your other oil add to routine. my other oil. I love a, a good. You love an oil. Love an I oil. Love oiling up. Yeah, yeah. And I've had stretch marks my whole <laughs> life because I, you know, became five foot ten at the age of ten. I did. My wow. skin literally what? was like. <laughs> did you get the growing pains in your legs? I don't. Both my daughters get those. I don't recall having that. I just was about my height now when I was in fifth and sixth grade. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I was really, really tall um, and had stretch marks just because my body was, I think, growing so quickly. Right. Um, and then, you know, kids and boobs, it all just stretched. Yeah. And can I just keep picking your products? Yes. Mm-hmm. So exciting. that's like um, my, Ooh. whenever I just need to feel, feel oh, calm. Mm-hmm. I know. Ooh. Okay, another question. Is that Aesop or Aesop? I think it's Aesop. Right. I say Aesop and then I heard someone say Aesop. I think it's Aesop. Someone will chime in. Listeners know how everything they, is yeah, pronounced okay. properly because I butcher everything. And I've started Googling, watching on YouTube to make sure I'm <laughs> pronouncing things. But I still can't find every product name properly. Right. Um, I think it's Aesop. I say Aesop. I say Aesop too. Well, I'm, I'm just such a... Aesop is like my l- indulgence. Like... When I'm really stressed, I'll go buy their hand wash, which is, you guys, $40. Oh, yeah. No, their hand wash is But insane. their hand wash is so wonderful, and you feel good every time you use it. Is it great because it smells good? Yes. Or your hands just feel clean and I think soft? both. Okay. They feel softer than like a, like a you know, whatever, CVS um, hand soap. But also, maybe I'm just kidding myself, but it just smells so good, and their resurrection um, scent is my favorite. So I bought the little um, lotion. I actually got you had Amy Spalding on your show. Yeah. I got her hooked on this. Oh, <laughs> well, maybe we're next. Because every time you use it here, I'm gonna like just use it, and it makes everyone in the room go like, "What so is it's, that? That's hand cream." Yeah. Okay. Well, I or just lotion. Just lotion. Okay. Oh, it does <laughs> smell good. We just smelled Maureen's hands, and it smells. It's like um, minty a little bit. Well, minty, but with a lemony. There's a citrus. Scent. Yeah, it's yes. orange rind or mandarin rind. Um, Isn't that the cream that you like? I was gonna say. I gotta tell you guys, Pyongyang Yule has a dupe of that. <gasps> that okay. is like twelve dollars. Oh really? Gosh. And it comes in a very oh, well, similar looking can, tube. Oh my god! But now I'm about three feet away from Maureen's hands, and I can smell the lotion. Yeah. It smells really good. Mm-hmm. It's like aromatherapy yeah, almost. It is. Well, yeah. and I'm always like looking for a perfume like my signature scent and I just can't but this so if I feel like I want to smell good Mm -hmm. I use this but it's also just I'm I have to use hand lotion like every time I wash my hands I gotta get in the hand lotion game I don't use it at all and it's I feel like I'm missing out okay I'm sorry I'm snooping some more okay that's my brow pencil precisely my brow this looks like a tool this is so cool um it's a very fine eyebrow pencil so I have no eyebrows and I, I use a combination of this and the um, it's benefit this pencil oh. that we're looking at, and I use their um, Gimme Brow, which mm-hmm. everybody loves, yes. mixed with this. And I like this because it's so fine that you basically can draw 
pretend hairs because <laughs> that's what I'm lacking. I, I, I have like bald spots that I have to fill in. Well, you did so, you do it today? I did. Today. Okay. See, I'm, you looks like you have a, a full luscious brow. Oh my gosh. I was actually not happy with my right eyebrow today and I knew I was going to see you guys and I felt like I had to have I'm good into your right eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> looks great. <laughs> so yeah, I really love this stuff and it has a little um, brush Ooh, on the other yeah. side. Oh, cool. Yes. And then what are those two lip things over there? Okay, so I wish I was a bold lip lady. I feel like that's like the final frontier of being like a real lady. But I can't wear lipstick. It's just I instantly rub it off. My lips are always kind of chapped, so they never look nice in a lipstick. I'm very, I get it. And I have like a little round mouth, so I kind of feel like, a little kid wearing mommy's makeup too when I put on <laughs> lipstick. You know what I mean? So anyways, I, but I do want like color on my face. Yeah, those look really pretty. Oh God, this is the best. This is Dior Glow, which is a cup of Joe favorite, oh. but also my sister um, loves it too. Mm. Um, I have to mention my sister. I was telling these guys that my sister's obsessed. She's like a fangirl of this show. That is so cool. Hi, Maureen's sister. Christine. Hello, Christine. Hi, Christine. And she, oh my God, she, you know, I was telling them like, it's not impressed by anything I do, but she was so excited about me being on this Repeat, show. Repeat, you've written like four books. Oh, four or five? Um, well, this is my third book. This is your third? Yeah, I'm oh. working on my fourth. You're working on your yeah. fourth. That's a lot of books. That's a lot of books. Christine, that's also impressive. <laughs> I mean, this podcast is, uh, is pretty cool. She's actually way more up on like cool beauty stuff than I am and makeup too but yeah this is the best it's so much it's just like using like the most moisturizing lip balm but then it gives your lips a tint so I'm wearing it right now this I feel like is one of those things that you're gonna walk out the door and I'm gonna be on my phone on the Sephora website (laughs) Mm -hmm. ordering whatever that is I know the sale just ended but yeah it's it's so moisturizing and wonderful and it's just a tiny hint of color and this um oh man the the little label rubbed off, so I forget. This is Yves Saint Laurent, um, and it's their Volupte. Oh, shoot, man, I forget. Like it's all I've used. It That's, looks so pretty. Yeah, it's so sheer. Um, oh, because it looks oh. it looks bright. Yeah, it's it, like I get the brightest brightest color because it, like actually is very sheer. You're introducing me to something that I've never thought about, which is that fancy brands carry these like sheer glossy yes. things. Mm. How come I've never thought about this before? This is like, I don't know who introduced me to this. That's so cool. Um, but it they have like a few different kinds. I'll find you the exact one, but this is a more sheer one. But it still gives you a little color, and it's so moisturizing. So I just like the fact that. I don't have to worry about like being precise and it'll still just give me some color. But I have to say that you've kind of have to reapply these a lot. Okay. But maybe that's just me. I just rub off all my lip stuff instantly. I'm also like always putting on lip balm. I know me too. Yeah. Um, So you have a large bottle of Mario Badescu. Yes. And it's the um, facial spray. So my other like self-care indulgences facial sprays which i know are just like watery scented things but i love it it makes me feel so so on planes i like to use them Mm -hmm. i just used up i had the aesop one um and i use that on planes because it's a travel size but i just used all of that up so i brought the mario badescu one but i also use the um caudalie yeah, that's that's how you yeah yeah that one Mm -hmm. is also like so that one's a little more beauty elixir Yeah. yeah Um, yeah, I, so I use this Mario Badescu one. It smells like roses and it's just like, ugh, 
It also gives you a temporary glow if, like, you need a, a glow really quickly. A zhuzh, a but you yeah. can't. That's too big to actually bring on the plane. Yeah, no. Yeah, so I usually bring the the ASAP one. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a solid. Yeah. Oh. I've had this for a long time. Someone just honked in excitement oh. over the <laughs> Mario <laughs> Someone driving by honked in agreement. Um, this was something I'm going to just reach oh, yes. out and touch this okay. little black box. Yes. And when Maureen unloaded everything, she said, you're going to like these. And then it turned out, do you want to tell us what's in there? They're magnetic eyelash extensions. So you had a guest on recently, Dory's friend. Um, Anya. Yeah, Anya, mm-hmm. the makeup guru. Yes. And she was talking about her eyelashes. And in China, everyone gets eyelash extensions. And they're super affordable. And the thing about like being in an Asian country, getting those things done, I feel I trust them because I'm like, you know, Asian eyes. Mm. Um, if I had like... I don't have any eyelashes, so I can't get like extreme eyelash extensions. They would look crazy on me. Um, So I got them done there and it was like, oh my God, it's the best thing ever. I didn't, so I do this cat eye every day. It's like my normal makeup and it's so dramatic, but like when you have the fake eyelashes, it's like, it's what the cat eye is trying to do. Like just opens up your eyes and extends them. So, but the problem was every time they fell out, they just took out my eyelashes and my eyelashes are so precious to me because I have like five (laughs) on each eye. And so I wanted an alternative. And then um, my friend who is also a white author, Veronica Roth, is obsessed with these um, magnetic ones. And I heard her talking about it and she like Instagram storied putting them on ones. And so I thought, okay, I'm going to try it. However, I got different ones from her. She has these accent ones, which are more subtle, and you put them at the very ends, like the corners. How does it... This is going to be the, maybe the dumbest question I've ever asked. How does a magnetic eyelash... Like, do you put a magnet on first, and then the eyelashes go on So top? do you see how there's a bottom and a top? So the bottom one has... You layer oh. them. So they, like... One goes under your eyelash, one goes right on top. So they go... And they, like, sandwich your eyelash oh my gosh whoa so you're essentially like sandwiching the magnetic eyelashes around your lid yes yeah like on your eyelash so i haven't mastered it yet because i think it's actually kind of like a difficult thing to do but once you do it like so veronica's like dude i do it all the time she wears them on tour i saw her take them off like at dinner she did it all quickly. It's like getting your contacts <laughs> in and out. Exactly. Kind of. So I'm, I'm trying to, I'm going to give it a try, but I have to say it has not been easy. But mm-hmm. if I master it, it's like. And it's a money saving. In addition yeah. to preserving the, your eyelashes, you, because you can reuse these as many times as yeah. you want. Do they have a, a limit, like a lifetime? I don't. They don't, I don't think so. And you're supposed to take them off like every night or you leave yeah. them on? I would probably take them off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they look so great too. If you look at them, they look realistic yeah, they're and they're beautiful. all like so natural looking. So I really want this to work. <laughs> I want them to work for you. Yeah. <laughs> Slash, I want to try them, but they are, you know, one thing I've, I've never done. I, I have once had fake eyelashes put on for an awards show. I was, I was at Ooh. because I was on camera. Um, but I've never had the, my eyelashes done but it's such an investment and they often are very long and yeah but those look very subtle they are subtle and then the ones i got in china were really subtle too and they were so affordable there that's the other thing here i'm like oh yeah kind of a lot of money and i don't know if i want to keep pulling out my eyelashes kind of scares me where did you purchase these oh so this magnetic eyelashes this brand i got them online they're um one two 
is the name. Okay. Yeah. So you should check it out. They have like a 60-day return policy too. This is so cool. I know. I just like how they, when you open it, there's a little note that says, hello, lash lover. <laughs> it's like they're little things, yeah. They do make it easy for you. There's top left, top right, yeah. bottom left, bottom right. And they give right. you two pairs. So like you have like a backup pair. Oh, mm-hmm. Love that. Oh, I know. Um, so you also have some hair stuff. Yes. Um, the, I'm really vain about my hair. <laughs> so I spend it's a lot of time hair. on it. And um, I'm always looking for like the perfect thing to give me more volume and texture. And I love this stuff. It's um, a dry texturizer by, again, the name Dove. I think it's Doveness. So I just like to spray it under the like under my hair near the top while and it's then wet. Fluff it up. No, no, no it's dry. dry. Yeah. Okay. And then then I fluff it up. And is that like every morning you're doing it and making that that big biweekly blow dry that you do last? <laughs> um, yeah, I use it. I use this kind of stuff. I use the Oribe also. Mm. So, yeah. Oh, that Oribe stuff is yeah, really good. Yeah, it is really good. Mm-hmm. But I like how this one smells better. So that's why, you know. Now, I think this is the last product that we that you brought that we haven't yeah. talked about. The Biore UV Aqua Rich Watery Essence SPF 50 Plus. Yes. This is a cult fave, right? Like I feel I like I see is. people yeah, talk about this all the time. Yeah, that's why I got it. Um I think it was also recommended by a friend too. She says like get any of the Japanese sunscreens. Yeah. They're like so good. Um I didn't start wearing I always wear like a combination lotion sunscreen for like most of my life. And then I realized that the sunscreen was like SPF 15. So I was like okay, I have to add a sunscreen and I really didn't want to cuz I didn't want like a thick kind right, of thing. An extra layer. And then people suggested this and it's just like god, I don't it just is gel light gel that you put on your face and i love it it's 13 dollars on amazon that's awesome i know and um china had a bunch of these um they had so much of this so i stocked up on that while i was there actually all their drugstores had it Ooh. yeah are there any like beauty or skincare trends in china that you saw that have not either have not reached the u.s or are very different from the u.s um well the eyelashes is definitely one thing like everybody had them and then um, I think this is actually big in Korea, too. It's like the really thick, straight eyebrow. Oh. Um, yeah. It's, oh, gosh, I can, straight, I'll never be able arched? to do it. Yeah, not arched. Because, so Koreans, and I think Chinese may be similar, they have this thing about, like, women looking youthful. They have different notions of what that means. Mm. So one of them is when you have these thick, straight eyebrows, your face looks youthful. If you have arched eyebrows, you look like an evil stepmother or something, which I have naturally. And then they also, um, they don't cover up their under eyes, um, the dark shadows because the dark, they do it. They create a dark shadow. They put makeup to make you look like you have that because they're like, that actually makes you look younger. Oh, that's so interesting. I know, it's so interesting. And then also, they don't do a cat eye. They do a puppy eye. So a cat eye, you know, you lift, the the eyeliner lifts up at the corners. The puppy eye goes down. And that's actually supposed to make your eyes look more, like, younger and rounder. Wow. <laughs> I know. So I saw a few of those trends. Um, you know, also, they, they do a lot of sheet masking. Like, I will, when I, f- uh, I see people wearing a sheet mask, like... I've seen a woman like taking a nap in a coffee shop wearing a sheet mask. 
Wow. It's wow. just like part of the culture. Like they don't, you know, it's yeah. not strange. I just right. did a sheet mask on a plane for the first time and I felt like I had leveled up, but that is like truly <laughs> I know, I another wanna... level. <laughs> well, my new plane routine is taking off my makeup the second I get on the plane. I use like a wipe and then I just put on so much moisturizer. Ooh, that sounds great. And then I put on my, I use like a BB cream or something. That's it. Like when I land, if I want to not look like a monster. But um, yeah, sheet masks, I've wanted to do it on the plane, but I haven't been brave enough. I did it. And like the flight attendant like walked by a couple times and just totally like, she, she didn't sure say anything. Seen it. Yeah, no, totally. You know? It yeah. was like total poker face. Oh, I feel like you nice. should skip plane and just do coffee shop. Totally. <laughs> just do coffee I'm shop. I'm just going to sit there with my computer <laughs> with a sheet mask on. And do yeah. it at like Intelligentsia and mm-hmm. Silver Lake. I mean, in, in New York on the subway, people would do so many things that I feel like you could sheet mask and no one would blink an eye. You yeah. could definitely eye mask. Oh, and, yeah. Eye oh, mask. yes. You know, just yes. like put those on and be like, what's up <laughs> that's so cool yeah, that's very like that's not because the sheet mask is scary kind of right it looks yeah. strange it, yeah. there's like a weird it kind of looks like um who's the guy who wears the hockey mask Freddy Krueger yeah uh, it looks like, like somebody really putting another person's face on your face yeah. a little bit yeah a little, little yeah. bit silent yeah. the but now they're just commonplace you they know? are I mean it's amazing how in the past five four or five years they've yeah. become uh, here I mean here in the states I know that we're behind yeah but they're huge here now. So, yeah, yeah that is a. Uh, I think that we got all of my products. We so. did. And, and is there more stuff that you brought from back to the States from China that you didn't bring here today? Like, did you have other did products I? that are like crucial travel, have to have these with you at all time? No, the makeup wipes. So, the I got you guys little gifts from. It's not actually like that special of a store. I want to tell you, it's Miniso, which is a chain that they actually have in Pasadena, but I think that the Miniso in China is way better than the one here. They sell way more fun stuff. Um, and I know for sure that this, like that bear cartoon is not sold here. The softest face towel I've ever received in <laughs> so my life. So this is Japanese. Okay. Right? So yes, I'm very confused. It's Japanese design, but it's like a Chinese chain. Oh, interesting. interesting. Because yeah, it says yeah. Miniso Industries, Tokyo. Yeah, but it's so but then affordable. It says ma- but then you're right. Then it says made in China. And it's China prices, which is amazing. Mm, interesting. Everything there is so affordable. I would go there when I was stressed. I would. That's my other like self-care thing that's not good for me is I shop a lot. So um, I would do that. I would just go to the mini sale and I'd be like, okay, $20 here is going to get me so much stuff. <laughs> what would you get? Oh my gosh. I, well, I would buy, so I bought the makeup wipes. I bought like a couple of those, the headbands. I've bought hand towels just because I can buy a hand towel. Oh, they have like weird caps that have nonsense sayings on them. Um, I love, this is the best kind of store. Where you're like, why not? Stationary. Oh, yep. mm-hmm. oh yeah. Pens. I bought so many pens and um, notebooks with weird sayings on them. They're obsessed with Pink Panther over there. So I re- like there's so much Pink Panther stuff. Oh, I bought like a a rechargeable battery thing for my phone. Um, everything's so affordable. I bought a water bottle with a nonsense saying on it. Um, <laughs> a bear, like That's a, a bear cartoon, um, well, like doormat that was like two US dollars. So, yeah. Oh, I know what I'll be doing yes, if I you should come visit there. you in China. You should go. Maureen, this has been awesome. It's been so, so great to have you on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah. We didn't even talk about your book that just uh, came out. It's fine. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. um, well, let's just give a brief. Yeah, I can give a cap. quick. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's the way you make me feel. And you can find me at morangoo.com. 
And yes, I'm working on another YA novel that comes out next year called Somewhere Only We Know. And it's like a one day love story based on Roman Holiday. Um, I know it's my favorite. You so write, you write rom-com mm-hmm. <laughs> just a delectable way. Oh, thanks. This The way you make me feel is not really a romance. There is like a cute romance in it. It's more like my story about a girl who learns to feel feelings. And it's my little love letter to LA and food. Yeah. So. It, it's, it's very, the LA specifics are really, I've just started digging into it and already I'm like, soaring you know when you read or you watch something that's about a place where you live in and it's so authentic and it just feels extra special like the way i felt when i watched fever pitch for the first time (laughs) oh Oh, boston Boston. you know i lived in boston for a couple years i saw yeah yeah, that's where we are both from. I appreciate from. all of your guys' Boston references. Oh, likewise about your LA Duncan, references. Dunkin' yeah. Donuts. Well, I just when I I just discovered Munchkins. People kept saying Munchkins, and I was like, "What? And yeah, that's like, what oh, we you mean call donut, donut holes? holes. Yeah. yeah, and Dunkin' Donuts is slowly taking over Los Angeles. Oh yeah, there's another one going in nearby. Yeah, soon we will have all of LA mm-hmm. speaking like we do about yeah. only donut holes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Well, thanks again, Maureen. Thank you, guys. I'm so glad to be here. Um, Obsessed with Maureen. I loved talking to Maureen. I'm truly touched that she brought us gifts. I know. I've used mine. I have, too. Although mine has been hijacked by my children. Well, we knew that that was going to happen. It was an adorable little animal washcloth that they stole. But (sighs) I'll let it slide. Um, Kate, how did you do with your intentions? LOL, Dory. Didn't do it at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, sometimes these intentions just slip through the cracks. Yeah, I get it. And I had challenged myself to meditate once because mm-hmm. it makes me feel so good when I do it. And I failed. I didn't I didn't make the time. I didn't have the time. Yeah. It's still something I would really like to do. But um I, I, you know, honestly, sometimes I feel like, you know, like right now might not be that I might not have it might not be available. The time. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I don't it's not a failure. It's a learning experience. Totally. Well, Kate, I got news for you. Did you stretch those legs? No. <laughs> <laughs> sure didn't. Not once. Well, a couple times. Um, so you can you can work out early in your IVF cycle. Oh, well, yeah, you've got this going on. Yeah. So. I did go to flywheel a couple times, which is a spin, which is class. a spin class. And at the end of class, I did an extra leg stretching by, you know, hanging down on the bike. No, no, oh. I got off the oh, bike, I'm sorry. got off the bike <laughs> and leaned over and just did it like a forward fold. Great. That's what I, that's what I envisioned for yeah, this leg like, challenge. But I didn't, I didn't do, really do it consistently. That's so, okay. You know, I, I don't know. I think I might need... Maybe if I get back into journaling, I can write down my weekly intentions like on a page and just that's a great idea and just write to reflect. Yeah. On. And just write about how I how I do or not do them. One thing I do feel like would be um, an interesting observation is like your before and after. Like, did totally. this inten- did I do it? And then did it make a difference that felt good? And did it stick? Yeah. Um, like not being late has like pretty much stuck. Has listening to classical music in your car? Yes. That's amazing. And so that has stuck in the sense of I don't, I no longer exclusively listen to classical music. Like I have introduced news and podcasts back into my repertoire, but I like a few times lately, what has been happening is I'll be in traffic and I'll be annoyed and I'll be like, 
Nope. Putting on the classical. Good for you. You found a remedy. Yeah. So that's been really nice. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, that's the fun part about doing these things is that we are finding things. It really totally. does help to kind of just call these things into being. Yes. Is there anything that you have stuck with? Mm, Kate, what have I stuck with? I don't well, know. You d- you had some organizing intentions. Yes. And I, I f- there are, for me, the a lot of my intentions have been just kind of like setting better habits. Yeah. And I do feel like I am in better routines. Like That's I'm great. a little bit more. And sleep. Sleep was a big one Sleep for is you. a big one. I think what has really been cool about doing this is that it just helps me me keep these things in my brain. Yeah, totally. Like last night at around 11.45, it was late for me. And I was like, I want to just sit here and look at my phone. And then I was like, no, you know what? It's mm. 11.45. You're going to feel so much. You have a busy day tomorrow. You're going to feel a lot better if you just like turn it off and go to sleep. Totally. And I did. I passed out in two seconds. That's great. And it was the right choice. So yeah. it does help me keep these things kind of in, in my brain. So what is your intention for next week? This is kind of a long story. Hit me. Dory, I shared some organizing on our Instagram stories on the Forever 35 Instagram. One thing I shared was a shelf that I have over my toilet. Yes. Where all my makeup is organized. Yes. Well, that unleashed numerous comments from people about poop particles. Yeah. That there's there's a whole world I didn't know existed where when you flush a toilet, that sprays fecal particles into the air and gets on all the things in your bathroom. And many people encouraged me not to keep things close to my toilet. And then I then I posed a follow-up question to the to the Instagram world because I had never even heard of this and then I was being sent article links and I was curious if our listeners had heard of this and it turns out many people have. Many people close the toilet when they flush, many people don't leave their toothbrushes in their bathroom. I mean it it, it listen, this blew my mind. Okay. And one thing I kind of said in the Instagram story was like, well, maybe my intention will be to shut my toilet after I like put the lid down Mm -hmm. after I go to the bathroom. So the poop particles don't spray. And then I was like, you know what? Here's what my real intention is going to be after this whole journey of poop particles, Mm -hmm. which I just want to apologize to the person who said, please don't talk more about poop on the show, (laughs) but we're doing it. Um, It's that I'm not going to take this on as a worry. I love this. I'm not, this is now not, I'm not going to take it on is a quote from June Diane Raphael, who's um, mm-hmm. an amazing actor, podcaster, activist, woman I love, friend. And uh, she has said this on the show, the podcast Bitch Sesh, another podcast I love, that she's not, get, there are certain things that she's just not going to take that on. And I purchased the pin from Bitch Session. I was, I wear it proudly on my jean jacket. And it, I just kind of, this popped into my brain. That do I do I want to worry about this thing? The answer is no. My life has not been affected by it in any way. If I am spraying fecal matter on all my makeup and all my toothbrushes and things, I've been doing it for decades now. You know, I always have had a small bathroom in New York. My bathrooms were smaller than they are now, and I'm okay. I'm still here. So, everybody who is who is taking poop particles on, I applaud you. You are living a healthy life. Good for you. But I just can't add it to my list. Kate, so not going to take that I applaud on. you. I thought a lot about this. Trust me, I went through a real journey with these poop particles. Oh, I know. <laughs> I feel like I, you you brought me along. <laughs> I'm glad to know you are you also are not this is not part of your life either. 
No. You would Dor, you would be shocked. I got more messages on Instagram no, I, about I, this I, I, than anything we've I, talked I about. Saw, I yeah. saw. You got a lot. You know, and I am closing my toilet lid when I remember, but it's just, I can't add another thing to my, I, you know? I hear you. So anyway, that's where I am. Where are you at this week? What's your focus? Um, my focus is just to not push it with this IVF Good. cycle. You know, I'm going to, the retrieval's on Wednesday. I'm just going to spend the rest of the day lying on the couch um, Do you have a show you could watch or a book you could read? Well, I can binge season three of Lovesick. Oh, gosh. Yes. Because my I've, favorite. I've gotten through seasons one and two, but that's only going to last me like two hours. Um, so, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to find I'm going to find some other stuff. Ali Wong's new stand up special. I, I saw it because I, I interviewed her for Elle. God, she's so cool. Yeah, she's very cool. Um, so, yeah, I'm just going to try to like take it easy. And that's my intention. You know what? As we say here on the podcast, I love that. Oh, thank you. Can I tell you something? Yes. I had an awful realization. I was listening to an episode of the show and chuckling along. And I realized I say, I love that. I mean, we both do. It's maybe a Mm -hmm. common phrase here. But I also realized that I made fun of the bachelor Ari for saying it constantly on his season. Oh, he says it for everything. I love that. I love that. So I realized I'm no better than The Bachelor. I disagree. I mean, I'm. I didn't, you know, get engaged to somebody and then break up with her no. weeks later. No, but you sure didn't. But I realized we say the same thing as Ari the Bachelor. Well, that's a good note to end on. <laughs> what can you do? <laughs> on that note, Forever Thirty Five is hosted and produced by Kate Spencer and Dory Shafrir, and produced and edited by the one and only Sammy Junio. Please uh, leave us Apple podcast reviews. It really helps people find the show. You can also call us and leave us a voicemail at 781-591-0390 and email us at forever35podcast at gmail.com. Cut that out, Sammy. (laughs) Sammy, cut it. (laughs) 